0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more. The fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrooks.com. 18 plus be T's and C's apply. Hello, I'm Tom Rennie. No game day podcast for you this week because, of course, there is no Premier League. So we're all off on the beach together. Danny I'm wearing very tight speedos enjoying the beach in Barbados. I'm watching him right now. Though he didn't invite me. We're just Skyping each other. We, we like to stay in constant contact. Um, no David Connolly as well. He's off working every single day of the week somewhere else. So... We've got a special treat for you to replace our usual programming and that is the very best of Talksport content from the last 24 hours. We have a sister podcast called TalkSport Daily which brings you a snapshot, a snippet of the best of what TalkSport has offered you in the 24 hours previous. I'll hand you over now to Adam Cattrall to explain more.
2: This is TalkSport Daily.
3: Hello and welcome to the TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, Adam Catterall, in for Jimmy White's best mate. And what a podcast we have for you today. You'll hear from Robbie Fowler and whether or not he believes his former teammate Stephen Gerrard could replace Jürgen Klopp at Anfield. Danny Murphy on where Harry Kane could be off to if he leaves Spurs. And for once, we'll promise no one will mention those dreaded letters. V-A-R in this edition of The Pod. But first to Drive and Danny Murphy Talking about Harry Kane And where he thinks he's clearing off to If Kane turned up at Liverpool
4: tomorrow in the summer With the scarf above his head And they'd signed him I don't think Liverpool fans would be I'd be disappointed
5: And listen, I, I, I
4: you've got to respect fans who back their, their own He's oh, Firmino's going to be running out in the he's shirt He's a brilliant so. player I mean, It's not about him It's about how do you improve
5: I think Kane has shown that he is that all-round striker yeah, who can he go wide, come deep, he can, he can link play up, he can, he's not, I don't think he's over-selfish. I think he's selfish enough for a striker, but he will play in a teammate as well. But let's have a look, when he was fully fit. So when he's fully fit, A exactly couple of Well, last season he wasn't fully fit, okay, so he got even then he got 17 in 28. I'm talking Premier League here. Okay. Before that, you look at it, it's 25 in 38, 29 in 30. 30 and 37. These are ridiculous numbers. And it's not just one-off seasons. You know, so if, if, just imagine, if Liverpool did sign him and he was wearing that shirt, yeah, as you say, with better. a scarf above his head he and makes the photo him, call, makes them
4: better. they're all
5: buying the the Harry Kane scarves and shirts. Let's speak to uh, John, who's a City fan in Manchester. Hi, John. Hi, guys. Hi,
3: uh, John. just want to speak about Aguero compared to Jesus. Um when, when, when you actually go to the game, as you guys know, you see things that you wouldn't actually normally see on TV. And went to a game last year and saw Aguero. And some of the running he does in between the channels, he makes goals out of nothing. For instance, the Liverpool game at home, he made that first goal out of absolutely nothing. And then as soon as Jesus replaces him, he's completely a different type of player. And I think Jesus has got to start to learn that those runs that Aguero makes, what well, makes City a good team, he makes himself available in the box and just makes something out of absolutely nothing. But you wouldn't
6: see that on TV.
4: No, I think I think you make some good points. They are different players. Um, I think ultimately what you've got to look at is very simple. Can Jesus regularly hit the numbers Aguero has over the seasons? If Aguero left, I am not sure he can because you're looking at a remarkably high bar that Aguero has set. Mm. A wonderful, wonderful striker, one of the best we've ever seen in our in our league. So there is a question mark over it. Who? There's not many out there who could. Re- who could? Do- I think Kane could hit the numbers. Aguero, it's playing for City. Yep, I could see that. How many goals would he score playing for them? Yeah, <laughs> that's the ridiculous. Point.
5: The way he would be fed by De Bruyne et cetera, uh, you're looking at incredible numbers. Um, just a quick uh, tweet here it says: Do you people realise Kane is having a terrible season? So that's six goals in ten Premier League games. And you're right. I think he's not having a great season. I thought he was poor on Saturday when I saw him. Still
4: six goals in ten games. Kane and Aguero like all the best strikers don't necessarily need to play well to score 10 in 14 I've seen Aguero do nothing for 8 minutes and score 2 mm. and, be, and get man out of the match you know <laughs> he's just got that Kane's the same Kane can be Kane can look off off the pace and all of a sudden he gets you the winner that's what the best strikers do Michael Owen is the best I've ever played with at it Michael you wouldn't see him sometimes for half a game more two thirds and then he'd win you the game or win you a final or a big game player mm. big game player
3: Time for the Romford-Pelly Rare Parlour on Breakfast with Big
0: Al. Talking about the Ganners. The problem with Emery is I don't think he knows his best team. I don't think he knows his best formation. <laughs> Um, you've got to work on these. You've got to work on these formations. and but, but Do they sh- work should, on them?
2: But he should know, Ray. He, he should, should know. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, at the moment, Ozil was, was frozen out. Now he's back in favour. You know, all these things are not going in his, the right direction for, for Arsenal at the moment. Defensively, you know, they're still not, not solid enough. How
2: should they play, Ray, for you, formation-wise? I'm not saying every game, but what is the most... Li- uh, likeable formation that you'd like to see them play I don't
0: mind a free at the back but you've got to be working on it week in week out and, and say right this is the formation I'm going to play I'm going to stick with it you know at t- certain times you, you don't want to be keep changing systems because people get used to playing Bellerin will get used to playing bombing on down the right hand side if yeah. you're playing wing back suddenly you've got players are right back and he, he still wants to bomb on He's going to be leave, leave gaps for the centre-halves. So they get isolated. So, uh, you know, I've got no problem playing three at the back, but he's got to say, right, I'm going to play this week in, week out and work on it in training. Everybody knows exactly what their jobs are as a, as a as, as team. And then we can maybe uh, move up the league. But at the moment now, it's 4-2-3-1, then it'd go 4-3-3, three, three, then it'd be three yeah, at the back. And it's not good. No one really knows, no. you know... Just a couple of weeks ago, you could have gone third. Arsenal and, and, and could have it, gone third. It's all about... Right, finding that the right formula and then suddenly going right I'm going to work on this I'm going to work on it uh, day in day out the players are going to understand how I'm going to play uh, and, and then it's down to them cross the white right line and it's down to you guys and it's all about during the week that's what Arsene Wenger done so well he trained, he, he trained you everybody knew their jobs then he'll leave you alone on match day it's down to you and some, don't get me wrong some players are not playing to their full potential and you could argue they've made too many poor mistakes. Look, even in, the, even in the first half against Leicester, how many times a square pass in their own half mm. and he ends up giving Leicester a chance to score a goal? It was poor finishing in the end from Leicester's point of view. Yeah. You, 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 sometimes you, Would Madison be, a... be good enough for the Arsenal? Oh, definitely. I, I really like him. I think he's a superb player. I said before the game, he's the one I'm, I'm going to be watching and uh, scored a great goal. He's, he's got a real good football brain. Um, a little bit unlucky with a free kick as well when he tried to bend it over the wall just got it slightly wrong but he's going to be a real talent and I can see why you know suddenly he's, he's really stepped up from Norwich to, to Leicester yeah. and he's
2: So Ray why do you think Patrick What? What? I know look, look he was a great player with you wasn't he He was a leader he was hard as nails but he could play why do you think he'd make a, a better manager Well he's
0: got an experience now as manager um, and I just think he'd bring that, that stature to the club um, everybody would look up to Patrick he would, he would be able to be able to attract big players, uh, which is very important, because Patrick was an excellent player himself. Uh, and I just think he, he'll have the desire which uh, players will respond to um, in that dressing room. He might bring a few old players back. Um, you know, you never know. People like Dennis Burkham could get an opportunity. I'd love to see some guys like that on the bench. You know, what inspiration... If I was playing for Arsenal, I'd see them sort of guys who've been there, won it, won trophies. That would give me inspiration. Well, you'd have the fans to- on your side, right? Well, the fans you? would give you a chance as well, like Frank Frank Lampard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that that would be the way forward it's all about investment as well um, You know, it's all about getting the right players in
2: but would they back would they back Patrick right away or would they see how he goes first
0: well, would it, I think they would have to back him I mean if you're going to make that big decision and change managers you've got to back the new one coming in you've got to give him a chance haven't you uh, if you don't back him, what chances he got? Because you but need investment. They... It's all about having the better players, um, and that's why Champions League football is so important for us. Well, I was, I,
2: Ray, I was coming to that. I was going to say, um, the, the the board must be. Of uh, the thought that we're going to make the Champions League, sometimes to, you've, got to gam- you've got to make a so bit of we a gamble. So we're going to give them every chance of getting us in the top four. There's some money, pa- yeah, Patrick. absolutely, you go?
0: and it's a little bit of a gamble because you don't. But they pay for the stadium. You can take that gamble now. Mm. You can say, right, I'm going to spend 100 million and and give them a real opportunity to maybe oh, get the, get the right players in, and then we can push on. Once we're in the Champions League, suddenly it attracts more players the money's coming into the club yeah. before you know it three or four years uh, later you, you've been in, in, in get, a, a regular basis and now to
3: Hawksby and Jacobs where you can catch the boys from 1pm every weekday afternoon and if you follow them on Instagram you'll know that they're in my neck of the woods at the moment Manchester
7: and I've always been fascinated by the hair of deposed Bolivian leader Evo Morales. Wow. How often have I said that, Andy, <laughs> over the years? I've got a song. His hair is a hat. His hair is a hat. Evo Morales.
8: His hair is a hat. Is it really? It is. I've never I've never seen it. In what way is it a hat? In what sense is it a hat?
7: It looks like a hat.
8: Okay, oh, yeah. Could do him a little bit more <laughs> than that. Well, like, it's like a peak cap. No, it's sort Has of you a, got like I'd a quiff? Say more um, a beanie. A beanie made out of hair. <laughs> OK, well, I'll look him up, <laughs> him up. And, uh, I would think you've caught most of the TalkSport <laughs> listeners out. If you're going to do observational material, at least hand out a leaflet I, know, I just put a to picture say up on of, social I media. Know, I
7: should have done, really. Yeah. And uh, John has signed a big new book deal. Have you seen that? The uh, ex-speaker. Oh, yeah. I do hope it contains a handy guide on how to get free tickets for Wimbledon.
8: Well, yeah, I, I think very you useful. would like that.
7: What's this fella called? Uh,
8: Evo Morales. Evo Morales. Okay, let's have a look at uh, his barnet. <laughs> at, uh, oh, blimey! Yeah, <laughs> his hair is a hat. Yeah, I know what you mean now. Yeah, his hair is a hat. It's like no, a it's busby. A... It's like a. It's like a small <laughs> busby, isn't it? That the Coldstream <laughs> yes. Guards would wear. Why not? It's uh, it's an yeah. interesting look. That's It'd right. be great if he was a football manager. Yeah, go and check it out. It's a uh, it's a tremendous. It's a bit
7: of it. a Richard Maidley situation, <laughs> kind of over the years. Yeah. Or he John look Major.
8: like he does look like a? Sa- he looks like one of these blokes who gets parachuted in at the last minute <laughs> to take on one of the nations in the African Cup of Nations. <laughs> he does. A kind of long, <laughs> you know, one of the one of the minor African nations <laughs> yeah. sack their manager with twenty minutes before the first game, <laughs> yeah. and this bloke, this Bolivian coach, who who's, they save him from the Bolivian second division. <laughs> And he's parachuted in a bloke you've never heard of. <laughs> well, he and he gets Morales. into the semi final. He's he's got that look about him, he gets isn't he? A bit.
3: Back to breakfast now, and here's Robbie Fowler. No, not talking about how many houses he owns, but talking about Steven Gerrard and Jurgen Klopp.
6: Steven's doing a you know wonderful job up at Rangers. Um, you know, you've got to ask the question, are they a better team now since he took over? Of course they are yeah. They really are. So yeah, I mean will will he want to leave and go into the premier league you know no doubt about it in the future he probably will do uh, but you know to to be to be a liverpool manager i think he's probably the the name on on everyone's lips um you know should he be looking for a new manager uh you know as far as i'm concerned i don't want them to be looking for a new manager you know i want Jürgen to stay for a long time because if he stays for a long time that means liverpool as a club is successful sure mm. um so you know all the all the talk of oh, should steven be there of of look, of course he'll be the name on everyone's lips but you know, I, I hope it's not for a long time. Liverpool are incredible. You know, the, people are saying, oh, you know, we're watching performances, and they haven't really reached the height of what you know what they can do. Uh, yeah. And that, you know, that's just like a scary thought. You know, the yeah. players playing in, uh, you know, unbelievable roles. Um, you know, you, you look at Jurgen Klopp as a manager. You know, getting rid of Coutinho, okay, he wanted a goal, but people are always saying, oh, we'll get someone to replace him. He didn't really want to replace him, you know. He wanted different types of players who, who he felt would would benefit Liverpool more. You know, players who who have maybe a better better work ethic. Um, you know, and that's just what the route he has gone down. And I think you've got to give him, you know, so much credit. Yeah, because he's, um, I think he, he's got them. You know, he's got them fit. He's got them fired, and and they just they just look an incredible.
2: Planning for your next trip.
3: Here's Scott Brown talking about his fellow countryman, Kieran Tierney, with Talk Sports' James Savundra. He's not had many
5: opportunities yet at Arsenal so far this season, but what can fans of the Premier League expect over the, the coming weeks and, and coming months
9: when hopefully he gets more opportunities? He's a fantastic fullback. Uh, he's got every single thing that you can ask for. He's got pace, he's got strength, he's got that willingness to win as well and I think it's, it's a drive inside him as well that that wants that and he, he had it at Celtic, he showed his qualities and that's why Arsenal wanted him and uh, for me it was sad to see him go because he was a great player and also a great friend as well but it was the right time as well and he's he will kick on, he'll, he'll show everyone what a top quality player he is over the next uh, six months
5: in terms of Scotland, there is that silver lining I guess of having the the playoff in March. We're not sure who it's going to be against the semi final is in in Glasgow though so there's a great opportunity there I mean do you give Scotland an opportunity of, of qualifying for the euros because it would just be incredible to to be back in a major tournament it's
9: It's been far too long. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up um yeah i'd I'd love them to do it. It'd be great for Scotland. Uh, it's been since what France 98 so it's been far too long Uh, the fans deserve it I think Uh, here's hoping the lads can can do it because we've got a great bunch of lads there and uh, we've got a good manager as well so um, we need to make sure we all dig deep and uh, the lads can get the performance and that that I know they can do
3: Time to get back to Danny Murphy picking his all-time favourite things that are Spanish Paella and cerveza dos por favor that's as far as he got
5: goal, and it's there! Sergio Ramos has rescued Real Madrid three minutes into injury time. Can you believe it?
4: Controversial. Not really. Um, When you think of Pique, Puyol, Ramos, you could argue they're all similar, and I understand that. Uh, It's it's an opinion. But when you look at numbers, again, and, and it's not all about stats, about what you like watching, but... This guy hasn't just played hundreds and hundreds of games for one of the best teams in the world. He's won four league titles, four Champions Leagues, the Euros twice, the World Cup once. You know, this, this is a wonderfully decorated player, but he's a defender. 88 goals. <laughs> Two of those in Champions League finals, Aid. So if you're trying to look to separate, they're all winners. Puyol's a winner. Piquet's a winner. Ramos is a winner. You don't play at that level and win what is won unless you're a winner. But people but dislike I, Ramos, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but take away personality. Okay. For me, it's, it's I don't judge him on that at all. On, on the field, I'm talking about. They don't. Yeah, like it. yeah, yeah, no. But that's that's each to their own. I can't I I, I can't find an argument to put P.K. Puyol ahead of him when he scored 88 goals.
5: Look, can we leave that question hanging there because
4: it's a brilliant one? That's number three. Number two.
2: It's Iniesta to win the World Cup for Spain. That's the goal that surely sees them crowned champions of the world. Andres Iniesta, the man of the match, with the biggest goal in Spanish football history.
4: Okay, you, you said number two. Mm. Isn't that number one? No. Well, go on. <laughs> number two, Iniesta. Yeah. For obviously, re- I mean, actually, when you again, this is all about opinions. Football, isn't it? When you look at the numbers, not a great goal scorer, Iniesta great assists but not I think he got 70 odd goals in 760 games 1 in 10 1 in 11 it's, it's not great but what he contributed to that team and how he he manipulated the ball and, and dictated play and calmly got on with the job 9 league titles 4 Champions League pff, obviously the World Cup winner scoring the final in the World Cup and do you know the interesting thing and I didn't realise this Aid. I didn't know that just before the World Cup that World Cup he was. He'd been really struggling with depression after the death of his friend um, Daniel Jaque or, or however you say it. The the um, the Spanish player who fortunately passed away, didn't he? So he he actually picked himself up mm. somehow to get through that and and then go on to score the winner in the final. I think he had the vest, didn't he, or the t-shirt underneath. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, unbelievable story yeah. when you read about it. He he he's. Everybody's favourite in Iniesta mm. Because of the I think partly Not just because of the way he plays But the way he conducts himself Yeah Never Never mouthing off Moaning stu- Diving around He just plays
5: Yeah He was uh, He was definitely my number one So I'm intrigued to find out
8: Number one
5: And their captain Xavi Will take the penalty
4: Booze around the Parc de Prince. Xavi steps up And he scores Low right footed Into the corner Xavi <laughs> As a midfielder I've never seen anyone Quite like him A wonderful Passer of the ball Never gives the ball away Always receives it In areas where You shouldn't really want it And never Never struggles with the ball He became a leader As his time went on He wasn't a shouter And a baller Um, He wasn't nasty He didn't you never, you know, in those Madrid-Barca games where you'd watch him, he was never being an idiot and trying to get people sent off. He won all the things with Spain, of course. He was part of their winning. He played, again, not a big goal scorer, 940 games in his career. Mm. Unbelievable for a central midfielder, that. Unbelievable. At a great level. Longevity. Yeah. Mm. Longevity. Now, I actually, eight leagues, four league championship, 133 caps. The reason he probably tipped it for me, number one, sometimes things stick in your memory. I played against him I think it was under 90s or under 20s Or tw- something like that for England He was about 3 or 4 years He was younger than me But he was playing ahead of his, his years Yeah. And I'll never forget coming off the pitch Thinking that's the best player I've ever played against At that age And that was Xavi And, I, and he, he'd just gone on and I, You know when you remember And another one was Amar, who That was another one actually I know he's mm. Argentinian But yeah, that yeah. was another memory I saw this young kid Small in midfield I thought he can't be very good He's only young He looks tiny could not he dictate the whole game? This is Toxport Daily.
3: Back to breakfast now, and here's former West Ham defender James Collins in the studio.
10: With my contract situation, it was tough for me because I couldn't go to Moisey and ask because he didn't know if he was going to be there. Yeah. So it was all sort of thrown up in the air, and then obviously the games are going on and on, and then it's coming up to the last game at Everton, and I and I still didn't know, and um, sort of spoke to Mark Noble, you know, one of my best mates in football before the game, said, "Look, this could be my last game for West Ham," and turns out it was, and then Mm. obviously got told after that that I wouldn't be
0: taken on. Have you spoke to uh, David Gold or David Sullivan Sullivan since?
10: Yeah, I spoke to Dave Sullivan kind of. You know, he's answered a few of my emails. More to the fact that I wanted to go in their training at yeah. uh, the start of last season, and, and and he agreed. And then you know that's what I sort of got the um, got the move to Ipswich on the back of on the back of that. But um, you know, looking back, you know it was all this talk about an, e- uh, an email that I got to say I was leaving. It wasn't direct email saying you weren't. It was it was sort of the generic email that that goes around when you're out of contract. But I didn't know that at the time. So obviously mm-hmm. I've got this email through and and sort of. I don't know, threw me toys at the Pam a little bit, you know, looking back yeah. in hindsight. But, um, you know, after 11 years, I thought it could have sort of been handled better than it, it was on both sides. Did you get a your goodbyes or not? No, I haven't. Shame. Um, and that's been... You no, know, I was a bit emotional after the Everton game, you know, walking around, sort of, you know, waving at the fans, still not really knowing, but nine, yeah. I've spoke to the club since, you know, in the weeks, you know, just, just gone and it looks like I'm going to get a chance to go back and, and actually speak to the fans. Cause testimonial. It's, it's, well, no, I, I, I don't think that'll happen, to right. be honest. But, um, you know, too much time's passed on that now. But just, a, you know, West Ham was a massive part of my life. Mm. I went there when I was 20, 21. You know, a bit wet behind the ears when I, when I moved up to London mm. and it sort of made me, made me the player and the man I am. So there's a lot of people at that club I'd like to thank.
3: And finally, the best bits from the sports bar with me and Jason Victor Who?
10: You're piecing down. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? No. Over again in
0: poker, one of my mates uh, last week said that they sit down for a number one. Yeah, I do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you sit down for a week. Yeah. What? I do Why do you sit down for I a do week? The first thing in the morning. You've right? got a telly whacker man. First thing in the morning, when I'm when I'm creaking
7: as I'm getting out of bed. Yeah, literally, I, I walk like early man. You know that, that hunched yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my
3: body's so stiff. So
9: why can't you just... By the time p- I, get
7: to the, I get to the bathroom...
3: Yeah. Um, I can't stand. You've been told off for wean all over the place, haven't you? I can't That's stand That's what it up. is. That's what it is. My mum used to do this to me all the time. She used to say, stop doing that all over... The- Can you not aim properly? Then you teach yourself how to aim, don't you? You don't need to sit down. And my four-year-old still stroke, but he,
7: but I had to sit down. I don't do it every time. Yeah. I would say... You, is it a little treat? i give myself plenty of treats in there. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. And there's what's wrong with sitting down for number one. <laughs>
1: Why do you pee sitting down? Many reasons.
3: You've been listening to the Talksport Daily Podcast with me, Adam Catterall. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because when he gets back next week, I want him to know there's a new sheriff in town. That's all I'm saying, all right? So make sure you hit that button and it'll impress the bosses and they'll be on him like a cheap Gucci suit like next week. Anyway, this will hopefully land in your inbox in the morning. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.
1: The Premier League All Access Podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds? We set them. Form guides? We've got them. Expert opinions. We share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Labrooks. Odds update on talk sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com. 18 plus. Be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply.
6: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.